Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hello and welcome to App Betches. I'm Kay Brown, the senior social media producer here at Betches. Hi, I'm Barry Rosenfeld. I'm the e-commerce manager. I run shopbetches.com. And I'm Sarah Levine, editor-in-chief and host of Not Another True Crime Podcast. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah, I should have plugged my podcast. You should have. I also host the um, Bachelor podcast. If you guys are into The Bachelor, you guys can listen to that. But um, if you are new to the At Betches podcast, what we do every week is basically recap all the pop culture gossip, um, things that are happening in the office, Instagram trends. We are here to give you all of the info on that. Uh, This week, we're actually going to be talking about the Academy Awards. We're going to be also talking about Snoop Dogg and Gail King beef. That's huge. Yeah. What year is it? What year (laughs) is it? Um, And then we're also going to be touching on Olivia Jade's fake rowing resume, which is out of this world. Oh, man. So good. If you like embellishing on a resume Other things that are happening at Betches um, We are launching a weekly email newsletter If you're like us and you just go to the gym So that you can go to happy hour And not feel guilty about it later A.K.A. me Sign up for our weekly email newsletter It's going to have like super easy recipes Workouts to get you off the couch I promise it's like not going to kill you uh, wellness tips, our podcast episodes of Diet Starts Tomorrow, and more. You're going to want to subscribe at Betches.co slash GST newsletter. All lowercase, Betches.co slash GST newsletter. And for all you Bachelor fans out there, be sure to subscribe to The Bachelor Breakdown by going to Betches.co slash Bachelor Breakdown. That's B-E-T-C-H-E-L-O-R breakdown i trust you guys can tell breakdown so let's i feel like we should start off uh with the academy awards or the oscars <sighs> yeah <shall we? laughs> there's a lot to talk about Side because i okay and i watched like the whole thing we're doing coverage for like 12 hours not really but like close to eight i feel like yeah i mean it was it's almost a, a full work day worth of shit i mean the red carpet starts at six <laughs> it started Ugh. at five this year it yeah. did start at it five started you know five. what no one interesting comes until like the end like the last hour i was a little into it though because that's where they showed all the news anchors and I was kind of into it yeah they showed like oh, Juliana yeah. Rance Ka- Carson Cavallari all the E! news anchors and I kind of I like seeing Are what they're they wearing anchors? <laughs> news anchors on E! Anchors. okay I just wanted to know no, that, I know that always is a question um, I'm and, like you're never gonna see Kristen Cavallari like reporting live from Afghanistan you know like she's not interviewers I don't know personalities yeah. whatever Host. That is the word I was looking for. I don't for. know. <laughs> I, don't know. Um, I actually didn't love Juliana Rancic's dress this year. Um, it was like that red kind of sparkly thing and it had like feathers, feathers at the bottom. I don't love a feather moment. Yeah, Sandra Oh had like all these kinds of like ruffles. Lufa. People, it was very divisive. Like you either loved it or you hated it. I actually kind of liked I it. I kind of liked it. And the thi- the reason why I like some of what these people are wearing is because it was different for them. So I liked sure, that yeah. on Juliana Rancic because that was a little different from her. They showed it next to the runway actually and I liked it better on her than the well, model. Well, I, um, <laughs> since we're talking about the outfits, let's get into the best and worst dressed of the Oscars red carpet. I honestly feel like the um, the after party outfits are always so much better. I yeah, always look forward to the Vanity Fair party. They don't just like wear the after party outfits. They're more fun. They're more fun, but I think they're so they think too much about what they should be wearing for the mm. carpet that they sort of 
Um, they don't let themselves have that kind of fun right. or that you know experimental yeah. thing, and so and they're vanity take- fair is like that moment you need, yeah, yeah to show totally. what you're wearing. Exactly. Everyone's looking forward, like keep them on their toes. So, um, so my best and worst moment, I have to say, best dressed Mindy Kaling. I mean, she looked. Incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, her body was perfect in that gold dress. Literally an Oscar. Y- yes. Truth. I mean, came as the Oscar. <laughs> yes. Um, and then my worst dress was Kristen Wiig. What that- was that? What? It's so funny because it's like, who do you blame? Do you blame them or do you blame the stylist? Because if I had a stylist, I have my own opinion. So if they showed me that, I'd be like, no. Okay. But Kristen Wiig is a weirdo. So she's phenomenal. Yes, but she's definitely a weirdo. So maybe she actually liked it or was just trolling all of us. I mean, if you think about it, I guess I feel like I would be very, I feel like all of us would be very good at finding a dress for the red carpet because <laughs> yes, all I we do, right, yes I was yes I was but listen all we do is think about what people are going to say to make fun of right. it so we're going to take those things into consideration when picking out the dress wait oh, so yeah. I thought about this last night actually I think that people who wear something like what Chris and Wig wore think about that and they're like hmm I would rather be on the best dress list than not talked about at all. Yeah, like, what you mean if she'd rather show- be the worst dress? Yes. Yeah, then totally. What if she showed yeah. up in something mediocre and like no one talked about her? Now everyone is talking about her. So I'm like, huh. But at what cost? Yes. <laughs> I know, at what cost? It's still Chris. I'm like, she's hilarious. It's fine. All right, yeah. so who were your, but it was Barry, brutal. who was your best and worst dress? My, I... I as a whole, I really loved this red carpet. I thought there were a lot of good looks, but my favorite was Brie Larson. I thought yes. her look mm. was, I, I didn't like her hair, to be honest, but her gown, the way it's structured and fit her body and just like the the jewels all over from head to toe and a cape moment. We had yes, a cape moment. Everyone was wearing the cape. She did it good. I know. She I did feel it like well. we have to buy a cape, a hood. Oh, um, <laughs> I know for my next gala. <laughs> You know, that you're going to. Yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> My uh, worst was ugh, Laura Dern. Like, she uh, was yeah. there for a big... The people that are nominated, especially for such big awards, that is your moment. Not only did she win, but that was besides point. But she... Come on. Like, you're there. That's... Was, you. Yeah, you got to step it up. It was like Moulin It's Rouge, the biggest night in Hollywood. Barely. Meets, uh, the tassels had yeah. me thrown. Maybe if it was like a red dress instead of the light pink. Her body is yeah. so insane that she could literally... I mean... I'm sorry, anyone can wear anything. Not about body, but her body is insane. She at her age, she can wear anything and it just didn't do her justice. Yeah, it really just looked like it. something she bought off the racket like a JC Penny. Oh, damn. You know ass. that shit costs thousands of dollars. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh, okay. I think best Regina King. Like, how are yes. we not yes. talking about this? She yes. just looked incredible. She did and that it was colorful. Beautiful. That color on her, yeah, th- it was perfectly. The structuring fit. was so yes. interesting. I sound like I'm a fucking judge on Project Runway. <laughs> what am I talking you about? Are. Maybe you can yeah. say. make it work. Um, my worst dress. I feel like there were a lot of people, but here's my unpopular opinion. Um, I didn't really like Renee Zellweger's dress because I just thought it was pretty like boring. boring. Yes, I was yeah. like, it's the Oscars. Same one, exactly. Like, step it up. Do something crazy. Yeah, why aren't the people who are I, winning these awards wearing the 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 best you yeah. know, outfits? I mean, her body did look. She I'm looks saying, oh, she I looks know. great, but I thought the dress was kind of like I think I've seen this in like you know the bridal section of a Macy's or whatever. Literally. <laughs> Side note: 
Brad Pitt was slamming for oh, my yeah. best what dress. What about the men? The okay, men. no offense, but everybody wears the same suit, and you guys all freak out. And I'm like, they're all just wearing a tux. <sighs> no, no, no. Leonardo it's, DiCaprio has had that suit for so ten funny. years. He literally gets all the same shit. He came on the red carpet, and they were, and they go, there was like a pause, and they go, well, typical Leo. Like there was nothing to say, but it's Leo. Like he can. He can wear that. It's fine. I would say he can do no wrong, but he can do wrong. <laughs> he can. You see Leo off the carpet, and it is questionable yes. at best. Honestly, uh, I didn't like what Timothy Chalamet was wearing. Well, no, I, I he didn't was like just it. like a valet. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> like he will wash your car. He will. <laughs> he will do yeah. all the stuff. Tip for him you. two dollars after you yeah. get out of the Oscars. But some of the men, like Ryan Seacrest, always sw- again the host, one mm-hmm. of the hosts on the red carpet. He always changes it up. He was wearing a white on white. Ensemble. That's interesting. He looked handsome. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Seacrest did something cool. At yes, least that was nice. the purple and gold. Yeah, with the with Kobe. Kobe's number on the front and yeah. back. Oh, I didn't even notice it on yeah. the back. It was yeah, on the back. it was on the back. It was it was a really nice suit. I mean, I would never thought about that, but it was a nice tribute that he did. Right. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and it's helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Um, okay, so let's jump into some WTF, like what the fuck <laughs> moments that happened because I feel like there were so many yes. um, bizarre moments that happened during the show, which I sort of talked about yesterday with Sean, um, who also is our podcast producer. Um, hi, Sean. Hi, he's here in the room. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I noticed is that everybody had sort of a hard time speaking. <laughs> and because actors, uh, like film actors, aren't used to being in uh, front of all of these people all the time. They're used to, you know, acting in front of, yes. you know, 10 people at max or just yeah, a studio. Yeah, one dude with a camera. Or That's, reciting lines. Right. Um, but you see, the Tonys are way different. The Tonys, everybody's a stage actor. Everything right. is like perfect, memorized, pronounced. So I think mm-hmm. all of these slip up moments could have to do with nerves and um, not being prepared to <laughs> speak in front of people. Okay, you have one job. I can't feel well, that bad. True, I know. you're going to pay millions of dollars to, to do it. To read off a teleprompter. Could I do it? Honestly, probably not. But still, teleprompters are hard. They yeah. are, but at the same time, you know who you're announcing and... Yeah, you just roll with it. I feel like it just sounds kind of stilted sometimes. Like even in the circle when they're like, "Circle, say hey, what's up, guys?" It just sounds very stilted. <laughs> Do you know, when I yeah. was little, I didn't know obviously what a teleprompter was, so I always thought all these people were like so good at speaking, and <laughs> and I was like, wow. And then I was like, hold on, they are re- once yeah. that one time I saw an eye squint, and I was like, no way, you were fooled. 
<laughs> bamboozled. Totally cool. bamboozled. That's great. Okay, so I'm going to throw us to our first uh, what the fuck moment was Steve Martin and when he mispronounced uh, Cynthia Erivo's name. Uh, here's the clip. <laughs> Cynthia Erivo is here tonight. Yes. Cynthia Erivo is here tonight. Oh, Shout out to Chris, Chris Rock, Rock for yeah, picking that, that up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just picked up the ball. I really wish they would have let them Me host. Too. They were so fucking right? funny. Me too. Well, Chris Rock and Steve Martin are icons in general and Duh. would be amazing. And they did. Didn't they each individually host or did they host together? I don't remember. I think Chris Rock, I remember he hosted like the I, Oscar So White year and so they were right. probably like, oh, we can't have that again. <laughs> you can't call us out in our bullshit for four hours. I think it's great though <laughs> when, you, when you see yeah. people have that type of chemistry when they go together just like Chris and Wig and Maya Rudolph like it's funny and yeah. everyone was laughing. It's funny. The mispronunciation, uh, he really did. He really did save that, save that yeah. moment for Steve Martin because I feel like a, a few people missed it. Not everybody heard it at first. Thank I don't God. think. Yeah. I noticed it when, um, when Chris Rock saved it. That's when Here's I was like, the thing. oh yeah, that's when wrong. When you're going on stage, if you, that is the one name, aren't you like Cynthia Erivo, Cynthia, you know what I mean? Like I putting it in your head. You think they told him that or he's just reading it and he mixed up the letters? I, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> mixed up all the letters. Just the I and the V. Ah. All right. Um, for our second <laughs> what the fuck moment, we have Diane Keaton and Keanu Reeves. Uh, here's the clip. Yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I mean, obviously, me neither. I mean, that was, that was a lot of crying in there, Keanu. Lots of laughing and crying. And, well, we had some really, well, I mean, let's be frank. It, it was really good times. It was good times. <laughs> you and Jack. Oh, well, I wouldn't go that far. But anyway. So powerful. Yeah. So much. That was... Wow. Listening uh, to that back. Like, yeah. um, Diane Keaton took a massive edible. <laughs> it's almost like, were they doing something or hanging out before that made the audience wonder, like, why wasn't I invited to wherever you guys were? Maybe. Or what were you doing? What I, were they talking? It I was feel funny. Like she was pre-gaming with some wine. Yeah, no. She's just more like, than yeah, wine. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It was almost Me like an meetings. inside joke, but they never got to the joke. Like, what Never was made it happening? to the joke. We were all uninformed. <laughs> she was wearing two, two coats. coats. <laughs> no, but you have to. Her Instagram is is funny. Like is it? her outfit, yeah. Like she's a she's a good follow. Oh, I have yeah. No, I you have, have to not. check her out. I didn't out. know Dan had yes. an Instagram. Yes. I respect her way more now. I also, not that I didn't before. I said to Sarah the other day, I was like, I feel like Diane Keaton has been the same age for like forty <laughs> yeah, years. So true. She's been the cool aunt for like yeah. our whole lives. <laughs> I don't remember her ever looking young. She's always oh, well, she's had like a fault. I mean, yes, of course, yeah. but I meant. I mean, she's also never looked old, but she's had like the salt and pepper cool aunt, like Sarah said, vibe. Yes. Always. So if they can clarify at any time and point what they were talking about or (laughs) laughing about, I'd love to know. But just I think they were referencing some movie where like he dated her. (laughs) No, like they were in a movie together, I think, and they made out. But I don't know. But then they kept going. It was weird. It was maybe they made out. I don't know. Yeah, backstage. That would be a lot cool. happens backstage. All right, so this is a very memeable moment that everybody was talking about. Um, Billie Eilish's re- reaction to Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig's song. So she made this weird face, which the camera caught perfectly. Right, of course. Well, a lot of people were using that image as. Um, how she was acting towards Eminem, which right. we'll also get to. It was very to. similar. Right. It was very <laughs> similar face. I have the chips of both. I think I did a Twitter <laughs> thread of all of them. Yeah, there was. It was definitely similar. I think 
I mean, I don't even know what to think about Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiggs. I think it was oh. a little too funny for the Oscars. I think it was funny. I think it went on. It was like one verse too long. Okay, that's. I mean, know, that's maybe. totally them in a nutshell. I like. I feel like You're right. My like they just love to. I feel like everything that they do is almost like an inside joke with themselves, right. and you laugh because we all love them. Same thing and with it, Keanu Reeves. Honestly, and right? And it like it True. is funny, but if you're in the audience, you're kind of like, I know this is funny, but I don't understand why. Also, yeah. I feel like because Billy Eilish is still so young. I mean, I can't speak for her, but maybe they were before her. T- maybe I don't know. She That's watched true. them I on mean, SNL. Does she, she doesn't know the know. thong song, right? You know, like <laughs> does she know these songs that, that they were singing? So I feel like that's what you should start asking people, so you know how old oh, they yeah. are. If they don't know the thong Do song, know they're, definitely, they're definitely they're <laughs> definitely under twenty one. Cisco, like what's up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Where was he? Black China was there. Why was Cisco not there? Oh yeah. my god, so true. <laughs> it's why that. Oh my god, then so many people were. She was a seat filler. I was like, oof. It was just bizarre. Black China showing she up. Act- and- she actually was like the guest of some music producer, but like still. Where was that person? I don't yeah, know. I mean, we wouldn't know him. It wasn't like it was like Swiss Beats or somebody. We oh, wouldn't know who the producer right. was because like he's kind of not super well known. Yeah. He's to invited me. to the Oscars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> screaming. Um, okay. So we already touched on it a little bit, but Eminem's performance. I uh, loved. I loved <laughs> And to be honest, yes, was it a little out of touch? Yeah, but I feel like people didn't realize why he was there. They had just finished the clip of all the past movies and the songs that went with it. And his song, that was for Eight Mile. So he was a surprise guest and the audience loved it. It was awesome. Right. Yeah, we were like, as we were watching this montage, we're like, why are they playing the clips of every song? But Eminem is only getting the instrumental. We were freaking out. And then my cousin was like, oh, maybe he's going to come up on stage. And we're like, no. And then he did it. And we're like, ah. He did jumped up. I know he really did, and um, I love this aged Eminem dad bod, brunette beard, the brunette beard. But it's funny. I don't know if you guys noticed the beginning, way, 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 the beginning when he did that like small talking part before he actually got into the song. The mic was a little like, like if you had one shot, yeah. I go, oh my god, oh my god, because you don't know how Eminem would react. Imagine the mic went like bust, and I thought he was gonna go. Berserk. Can you imagine? Like, it, went, <laughs> it went. It went all up no. from there. Eminem takes CBD now. He's way more chill. <laughs> He's way more chill. Um, oh, but f- about his the reason why he actually um, lose yourself won the Oscar in two thousand two, yes. and it was the first rap song to ever win an right. Oscar. Woo. So that's. But Eminem. he wasn't there that year. I don't think was a thing. Unreal. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a Eminem thing to do. I don't know where he was, but. Hey, Marshall Mathers. Well, well here, he was here this year. Um, <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> uh, and a little bit of a sadder note, Luke Perry was missing from the um, In Memoriam. That right. was fucked up, and so was Cameron and, Boyce. Yes. yes. And Tim Conway. It's like, you have one job, people. The, I mean, those and those were all like big... Luke Huge. Perry yeah. was apparently in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He was, but I tried he made to a Google cameo. it, and I was like, "Where the fuck was he?" He but made a cameo in the where? movie. Okay, I saw the movie. I missed him, yeah. but he was in it. Well, there's a bunch of people getting fired. Job opening. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's sad though. It, it it's like that's they got one moment, and there's nothing they could do about it. So right. sure, you know, um, they had one shot. I was gonna say that, but I was like, no. <laughs> Well, not for those two. Those two soon. Okay, and oh. now we have um, Walking Phoenix and uh, Renee Zellweger's speeches that were oh way too high. It's um, <laughs> here's the clip. I'm going to throw it to it now. We feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow 
And when she gives birth, we steal her baby. Even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. And then we take her milk that's intended for her calf, and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. And I think we fear the idea of personal change because we think that we have to sacrifice something to give something up. But human beings at our best are so inventive and creative and ingenious. And I think that when we use love and compassion as our guiding principles, we can create, develop, and implement systems of change that are beneficial to all sentient beings and to the environment. All right, so... <laughs> That's a lot to take in. It, it, it and is. that wasn't even the whole speech, I think. It that was, was just, just part of not it. the time or place to talk about cow's milk. I think it's or a known artificially thing. inseminating right. a, a cow. cow. Yeah. Huh? It's a known thing. Joaquin Phoenix is um a vegan. He's been vegan forever. I don't know if that had something to do with it. I don't know what <laughs> I, I don't know. Vegans. But like the thing is, he won. He deserved this Oscar. It was in the bag. He knew. I'm sorry I'm sad about Leo, but he he was Same. winning this. So like you put so much time, effort, everything into this role that you played. Be great. And he was grateful. He mentioned. But like just thank who you have to thank and say how you feel about this movie that had. And also when he got up there, stop, stop, stop. Like, no, everyone's clapping for you. Why did and, and everyone did. They sat down right away. Yeah, but his speech, no, it was, he was rude. He was nasty. He got slammed the next day. I mean, I also think if you're gonna, you can use this platform to make a political statement. 100%. But like, why? Why are you going to talk about? how bad cow's milk is for your Oscar speech. At least like, you know, the Joker touched on mental health issues. That would have yeah. been a, an appropriate thing. Huge. Um, why are we talking about stealing calves? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, um, that, I, I mean, you guys said it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, uh, he, and the, the Golden Globes when he won also, he even mentioned how he's difficult to work with. He mentioned it last night how, or Sunday night, how he's difficult to work with. So just, He's not getting jobs after this. Yeah, no. Switch it up. All right. So now we have Renee Zellweger's uh, speech. Let's listen to that. And I have to say that um, this past year of conversations celebrating Judy Garland um, across genders and um, I mean, so I'm sorry, across generations and across um, cultures has um, has been a really cool reminder that it's uh, that our heroes unite us. You know, uh, the best among us who inspire us to find the best in ourselves. Um, you know, when they unite us, when, when we look to our heroes, we agree, you know, um, and that matters. Um, what I have to say. Yeah, she literally just <laughs> got to a point at the end where she just, and, um, and, um, and. Yeah, she did and she forget. Was, and I was like. Cut the mic now. Like, she's not saying anything. No, she's not saying anything. She's going, spinning in a circle in this weird, like, wispy, oh, raspy yeah, voice. Yeah. Less is more. Less is more. Just less is more. Thank who you have to thank. Be grateful and move on. Fun fact about this film I read up on Judy Garland herself never won an Oscar, which I thought was Whoa. interesting. Justice for Judy. Interesting, because Renee Zellweger won the um, Oscar for Best Female Actress um, for playing Judy Garland, which that I thought is was interesting. interesting. But well, the, the, which would have been an inappropriate <laughs> mention during her speech. Oh my God, of, right? Instead of what, what I, I don't even know what she was talking Cut, about. Write it At down. At least Joaquin Phoenix Yo. had a thesis there. Like, <laughs> hire us, we'll write your speeches yeah, for yes. you. Or just like, come with your cute little white piece of paper. I 
prefer not, but it come on, just have something prepared. I also thought it was ridiculous that they tried to cut the mic on Parasite <gasps> after letting these two clowns yes. ramble for five minutes. I love I like, how, how the audience you? got involved and yeah. they listened. They yeah, did because I mean, well, you have like a full front row of A listers that are like, turn the lights back up. Did you hear the chant? Yeah. Up. Up, up, up. Yeah. First of all, that's the best thing they could come up with. I would have had like a cheer, like ready to go. <laughs> but um, I was like, okay, they're not improvisers. We got to cut them some slack. They can't even read off a teleprompter. True. True. Um, I just think that it was so outrageous because Parasite won so many Oscars for. That's what I call a sweep. A, yeah. a full blown sweep. And it was like a historic win. Yes. They're the first foreign language film to win Best Picture. So it's yes. like, give these people the mic, not this shit. I know. The people who are <laughs> rambling on for years so those are those are our what the fuck moments so what did i did we miss anything from the oscars all i have to say is justice for knives out yo okay i could talk about this forever because i love chris evans my favorite movie it was so good so incredible if you guys haven't seen knives out this is not an ad although didn't parasite i think win best original screenplay so i think it is deserved but yes of course knives out i'm a little upset about the irishman not to mentioned martin scorsese got a standing ovation for not even winning that's how good of a person he is and how talented i don't know anyone who even saw the irishman in full like that shit was longer than the oscars itself who was was the one that said uh, the first season of the irishman was great (laughs) i was crying someone was so good that was that was really really funny um all right so what did you guys think overall of the oscars i thought it was i liked it i thought it was great not having a host i think it worked yeah. Oh, I have one more WTF moment. Okay, go. There's this new thing they do where they have celebrities come out and announce other celebrities to oh, announce. Yeah. They need to cut that shit. Yeah, it's You're weird. announcing the people who are announcing the people who won the award. Yeah, like, can we cut weird. the middleman? <laughs> yeah, I think the introing intros is too much. Needs to be cut. It's drawing out the show a yes. whole half hour longer than it needs to be. Or could have given Parasite an extra minute of their speech. <laughs> an extra like three hours of their speech. They need to cut this shit in half. We don't need a montage of every single movie before every award. Actually, that was one of the best parts of the Oscars though. They did a great no. job with the montages. I, I don't think. need to see it. <laughs> Actually, I don't need I to see it. I want to go to sleep, okay? It's midnight on a Sunday. Let yes. me live Let Hollywood. Me live. So, um, get ready for Oscars 2021. No. The Met Gala. Oh, first Monday in May. I'm prepping and then I can already. breathe after that. Yeah, <laughs> after that we can finally live our lives yep. again. <laughs> We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting com slash betches. Go to com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. 
That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash Betches. All right. So now to some uh, pop culture news. I want to dive into the Snoop Dogg and Gail King beef, which is I... I didn't really know much about this until, you know, I looked it up and saw I saw Oprah's thing where she was like, Gail King is getting death threats and she's crying because Gail King is Oprah's best friend. Right. Yeah. So and an icon. Right. Oh, I mean, yes. I'm not saying you're not saying that. But that's why that's why Oprah was, uh, you know. What happened was Gail King was doing an interview with Lisa Leslie, who's a WNBA player, and she brought up the 2003 rape allegations with Kobe Bryant, which, sorry, not the time or place for that. It was just... I actually think that it was the time or place in the larger context of the interview, yes. which we didn't see because Correct. It, it was like this big sweeping interview. Right. CBS really fucked this up by kind of using that as the lead. They even said that Gail didn't see that clip and she was mortified watching it back because there was no context around it. No. So, right. But in her interview, she's a professional. I'm sure that course. there was context. Of I, course. And even Katie Couric, they did an interview with her too. She said like things you have to be careful. You do, but things do get taken out of context. And same thing with Snoop Dogg, his I'll call it rebuttal, whatever he made. He made a statement and then went on his Instagram and explained himself. And he I mean, I think that was backtracking. He literally yeah. was like, Gail, we coming for you. Like we got haters out here. He didn't no, really say that. Yeah. But he said, We're coming for it, you. He did say that. And it is serious because she is getting death threats and now traveling with security. And it's scary, especially in this yeah. world. And, and Snoop yeah. Dogg, like you said, he came back um, with a, sort of like a backtracking thing where he was like, you know, I'm a nonviolent person. Person. Um, I just feel like we need to respect uh, Kobe's legacy right. and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yes, but also there, there's somebody out there that right. is suffering. Like you, and you have to know what you're doing when you have a huge platform like that. And you are calling and you're saying we're coming for you. Like, come on, even if you don't mean it in like a physical sense, even just getting death threats and like terrible messages he has a following so if one of his fans hears that now they're on the bandwagon right exactly which side which side are you guys taking uh if you had to pick a side (sighs) i know this is hard i mean i don't think snoop dogg was right i mean he shouldn't have done that no i don't think i am not taking my my side is like i think gal king was probably right we haven't seen the whole interview yet I, i was gonna say i don't necessarily just seeing this clip just like I don't feel the same way Snoop Dogg does but I would want to see the whole clip that Gail King did because like what I said in the beginning I don't think it was the yeah, right I think she kind of got like you know screwed over um, by CBS so eh, that's what I think obviously I don't think Snoop Dogg was like advocating for anyone to really hurt her so right uh, I think we need the I whole hope he's interview learned a lesson yes absolutely okay <laughs> um now on to a lighter subject olivia jade's fake rowing resume was leaked and this shit is so good oh my god yeah, we yeah have because it. wasn't how she got into usc in the first place was by like faking that she was a rowing star and just having these like photoshopped pictures of her rowing like you couldn't even go out and to a body of water with the boat <laughs> you guys it literally says her skill set is awareness organization direction and steering I same i'm so thrown <laughs> the fact so on top of this, uh, we talk about in the article, if you guys haven't read it, you should definitely read it, um, how uh, 
she her parents paid five hundred thousand dollars for her to get into this school, which is crazy because I can't believe that. that's more money than you're actually going to pay for her to right. be in school. So like, what's good? Right? You yeah. Know, like, how is that worth it? Just go to like a state school, which are great. Which are they? Which are they? Great. Are just great. saying like you why? Want, why want to hear pay something more money funny? To pay more money. Also, under the competition, I don't know much about rowing. I'm not. A rower. Neither but, does Olivia but, Jane. But, yeah, so. literally. <laughs> <laughs> but it says in 2017, she placed 14th. Now, Is I that don't good? know how many people were in that race. On this resume, it should say 14th out of. And now if it's 14th out of 15th, okay, maybe you shouldn't have gotten in and you should have paid. But 14th out of like 100, that's pretty good. I don't right. know. I, well, I don't I know. feel like they kind of had to make it slightly believable. But a lot of these are like high places in these races, which oh, yeah. is crazy because like anyone could have just called up like one person to fact check this <laughs> yeah gone on google like we have the resources <laughs> pro tip guys if you're gonna lie on your resume keep it general yeah, keep yeah. It, keep just it. say you know how to work excel yeah gets everyone every time <laughs> yeah true i work excel i wrote about once um i could say i wrote two books was it in second grade yes but i still wrote two books there you go you're I'm a published author i am published self-published <laughs> All right. Um, now uh, we have a really cool interview with Joey Sasso from The Circle. Yes. I'm super excited for you guys to hear this because he is awesome and everything you could have ever dreamed He's of. Really there fun. are spoilers if you haven't finished The Circle. I just want to warn you now, so don't come for us. Yeah, good call. <laughs> if you haven't finished The Circle or if you're planning on watching The Circle and care about spoilers, do not listen to this last half of the episode. But I totally think you should. Yes. All right. And when we come back, we have our interview with Joey Sasso from The Circle. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable, and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? how long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Circle, please start group chat with Sarah and Joey Sasso. Oh my God. <laughs> we are here on the At Betches podcast. We have Joey Sasso from The Circle, if you guys haven't seen it. Yes, and we have Kay Brown, social media producer at Betches. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and me, Sarah Levine, editor-in-chief at Betches. We're so excited to have you, Joey. Dude, I'm so pumped to be here at Betches, Betches, Betches. <laughs> I know. Sarah and I, Sarah and I actually, I think we both slid into your DMs or you slid into Sarah's DMs 
And um, <laughs> either way, we both reached out and we were like, we need you to be in our office now. Dude, my DMs are always open and they were open for both of these. And I'm so excited to be here. I, I was super surprised. I was like, he's probably getting blown up right yeah. now by like 8 million people. Because I think the night I even posted on my story about you, I said 10 out of 10 would die for Joey. <laughs> and um, and I, I was I think that was the finale, the day like all the episodes came out for the finale. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's no way he's going to see it. And um, mind you, I did screenshot this and send it to everyone oh, I yeah. knew. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you, what was your reaction when you had seen I Won the Show? Um, I mean, I figured, I, I knew that that was going to happen. I was like, really? it's either going to be you or Shoe Bomb. Wow, yeah, that's, that's amazing. what I thought. So I, every, by that time, by the time we got to the end, I was happy with like whoever would have won. I think Same. like everyone was so lovable. And that's what I loved about this show. It's pretty wholesome. It really is. I, but I was not surprised. I was no. very surprised. I mean, it's, really? Oh my God, dude, I never saw it coming. Who'd like, you think was going to win? I thought Shuby or Sammy. Like, when I went into it, I'm like, winning to me is making it to the end. Right. Because I'm like, you can't control actually winning because there's so many things that are not in your favor. So by the time I figured we did the final ratings, did all that, I'm like, I'm good. Like, we, I did what I wanted to do. Let's go crown Shuby or Sammy or Chris Seaburn, whoever. Mm-hmm. And now let's go to the after party and get to know each other because we hadn't been able to actually hang out one on one. Right. I guess I I guess I never thought about that. The fact that you <laughs> don't you really that, know yeah. each other. Yeah, you had like, that one dinner party at the end. And it's like, I just want you guys in my life and we gotta wait till everything's done. But then it came down to me and Tubes, and I'm like, what is happening right now? Like I'm <laughs> sweating and like even the host, Michelle, she's like, Your hand's shaking. I was like, I blacked out. Like as soon as yeah, they, sure. they announced my name, I, my favorite reaction ever is that initial step back I take of like, you're like, what? That's when I checked out when it was just like, I don't know what life is anymore because this does not Definitely. happen and I didn't see this coming. So, mm-hmm. so I guess on that subject, who do you talk to still? Dude, honestly, everybody like, I hate when people say that and they're like, it's like, you know, not real. But like, this is a real thing. As soon as we finished the show, we all started a group chat on Insta. So we've been in contact for so long. And I was just supposed to be in Miami because Sammy put together a little reunion thing. And I ended up having to come to the city to do all this. And I'm like, guys, I love you, but we'll do an L.A. meetup soon. And we're not mad about it either. No, definitely not mad (laughs) about it. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit more happy to be here, but let's not tell anybody that. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Speaking of other people, do you still talk to Miranda? I do. I love her. What's going on? She's my bud. Okay. That's we love our, that. Well, oh, no, that's our thing is we call each other bud. But what, bud? What are you doing, bud? We <laughs> yeah. FaceTime each other. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants us to be in love and like get married of course, and have yeah. kids. But we live seven hours away, mm-hmm. which is difficult because we both have our own lives. But realistically, we are so close. We talk all the time. FaceTimes. I think she's coming to LA in a couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Right. She'll just call me when she has like a period off from work and be like, what are you doing? If I'm open, she's driving up. And we're gonna be hanging out for like the week weekend. Just That's so it. cool because um, I really, I really liked her in general. And of course, I know everybody wanted you guys to be in love and have this whole thing. And like, oh, I hope they're still dating. But see, I host a bachelor podcast, and listen, I am fully in reality with all of that. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. I mean, it was a real thing for sure. Like even post show, like we definitely were dating, going out, having a good time with each other. But then it's a realistic thing of I truly care about you as a person. And as a friend, because we really have that awesome connection of we just say anything to each other. And it's like, look, I don't want to muddy those waters by doing a long distance relationship, 
that you know there's so many things against you already with that. Plus, we're both so busy. So it's like, let's just be friends. And we're the best of friends. Joey for Bachelor. Just oh saying. Oh, my God. That would be yo, so good. I'm putting it into the universe. I'm manifesting <laughs> it. and it Dude, I'll is, fall in love with everybody. I don't know. I know, too. Good. You yo, love so everybody. <laughs> this season would go on for like three years because he goes, I can't send anybody home this yep. week. I'd be praying to God going, God, I'm supposed to love one woman, yet I love every single person who's here. What do I do? How do I make I a know. decision here? <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so I just I have so many questions, obviously, know, about uh, the show and whatnot. How long were you guys there? Are you allowed to say? No, yeah, I am. So it was a whole month experience. But when people say how long were you actually in the apartment, I really don't know because what a lot of people don't know. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Yeah, when you sign up, they tell you this isn't just a social experiment; it's a game and it's a mental strategy as well. So you are not allowed to know what day it is. What? You're not allowed to know what time it is. So the days, if you're lucky enough to stay in the game, they just start rolling into like one whole thing to where you're like, okay, I want to stay in the game because uh, you, yeah. you want to stay. But the longer you stay, the crazier you go. You kind of want to get out that of there. That is yeah. wild. So what do you do all day when you're not doing like the challenges, talking oh, to everybody? Push-ups. I brought my resistance bands. I doodled a lot because I realized if I start doing anything, like I love my skincare. Like I want to go do a face oh, mask. Yeah, for yes. myself. You get interrupted because the circle has no chill and it never stops. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, I, because I, are, are you able to talk to other people when the cameras aren't rolling? Are yeah. is, so you're able to still have those conversations. I mean, that was the thing that's hard is like there is so much other stuff that happened. Right. But you're trying to fit 24 hours of a day with eight to ten people into an hour so eventually right. you're just gonna have to lose things like the only thing i ever think of is a lot of people didn't see me and shuby's first conversation which is actually how the bromance started was day one he's in eighth place and i dm him and i'm like buddy you're gonna be fine i love you you can tell you're a great kid and he's like dude i'm going sure. home that's how it all started and i named him shuby <laughs> You started it. I was like, and then and everybody just caught on. Well, Antonio, they made it look like Antonio started it. And I'm like, you know what? If he there's such it. thing as a bad edit, I'm sorry. I got a call out. <laughs> I'm calling out now. I named him Shuby. That's my boy. I love him. Was there anybody who wasn't a catfish that you were surprised about? Ooh, that wasn't a catfish. Yeah. That I was surprised that they were real. Yeah, yeah, like I remember Antonio got eliminated. Everybody kind of thought oh, he was faking God, it. I didn't recover from that. I really truly believed he was a catfish. <laughs> he was a catfish, <laughs> right? I believed it with everything in my soul. I put my mother's life on the line saying, Oh, boy. I know, yeah. yeah like, no. Oh, God, that killed me. But I was at the end when I knew we were all going to meet each other. I was so excited. Like, you know, like that excited, like I'm going to pee my pants because I'm so yeah. excited. Like, it, <laughs> uh -huh. it was like that. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, God, like I know someone isn't going to be who they say they are because that's yeah, just the game. Of course. But I was most afraid of Shuby and Sammy because I started going a little loopy towards the end. <laughs> Yo, I would have literally lost all my marbles. Like, I remember just sitting there to myself on my couch and just thinking I had the most brilliant realization of like, wait a minute. If I'm going to catfish, what's a brilliant way to be? No one suspects Shuby because it's the most brilliant right, thing to do. Because he's so pure and innocent, but yes. what if it's an act? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy surprised me the most, I would say, because in the end, I was, I was assuming she was not going to be real because it just seemed like everyone who's too good to be true is usually of course. too good to be true. Yeah. But they weren't, and that's what was so, so amazing. amazing. Honestly, I loved Seaburn. I, yeah. Oh, my he God. He <laughs> was so funny. Mm -hmm. Just the way he was reacting and the how you have to react because he's like not just – 
speaking as himself and with using other people's pictures, you have to speak as a girl would speak, and he nailed he was, it. I did not think he nailed it at all. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I mean, obviously, there were certain like, things, so but over the top with he's everything. The, best the drama, kid in the world, so though. funny. Like, literally, yeah. he's that guy. Like when you see him having fun yeah. in the apartment, like that is him. Like that is fully him. He is always just such good spirits, positive vibes, and I love that. But I agree that like his girl code. Was the, he was like the period guys, thing. I'm my sick. breath is literally being taken away. I am completely floored, and it's like, yeah. calm down. It was a teddy bear, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, is, this, is this what he thinks of us? I know, right? I still <laughs> love when he didn't know Chris was gay. And oh like, yeah, and like that reaction of like when he's in his kitchen, he's so sincere. He's like, like "Is um, he? Hmm." And it's like he really has like, no idea. He's so Bro, he, has, um, he has bigger eyelashes than any of us. Like, yeah. what? I love all the screenshots people send me of like with him just constantly like eyes just bugged out. He'll yes. just sit there at the screen like this, and I text him like, "Yo." I gotta just ask, like, what was going on with you? And he's just like, he's like, bro, you know what's going on. Like, his just reactions yeah. are just like, so just like, you're getting it, you know? <laughs> it was really funny. Actually, fun fact, I told Sarah about this. So, back in April, I got a DM from uh, a casting director asking me to do this. And I'm she was so like, mad send that you did it. Literally, it's my biggest regret in life. It'll be on yeah. my gravestone. As like, I've been didn't do the, the circle. Show, I'm like thinking of all my plans of what I would do if I was on the circle. And I'm like, okay, if I started from the beginning, I would mm. do this. But if I came in at the end, like, I think those people kind of got screwed over because you guys knew each other yeah. so well. You, you know, have that bond. It's so like, like paradise. If I came in, yeah, if I came in at the end, I would do something completely crazy I, just for I fun. I think watching it, I agree, but I think that's why I don't think it's going to go that way in next seasons because I think we all played honestly and yep. from the heart. That's going out the window. I think <laughs> oh, the yeah. next times because people are going to be tactical. So I think if you come in the game, let's say midway, right? Yeah. What can make someone like that win is people are going to be so tactical that it's going to throw off the algorithm. Of course. Of the ratings. Right, because you had that moment at the end kind of when you were like, well, I think Shuby's going to win, so should I rank him lower? And I was surprised that you guys weren't doing that the whole time because yeah. I'm petty and I'd be doing that. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, <laughs> if I was, because I know he was up in, you know, the number, he was an influencer a lot. Yeah. And he was upset about it. And I guess a lot of people were thinking, oh, he's got it, whatever. That's a bad spot to be in because then you end up being like, not hated, but you're the one who's sending everybody home. That's why I put him second more so than anything was like me and Sammy really had that beautiful relationship that started like, oh, we're flirty. No, now we're friends. And then we got real with each other. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's like a real progression of a friendship that I know is going to be with me after the show. And also I'm like, I can't justify putting Shuby first anymore when he said I'm his biggest rival enemy. And I'm like... But why? Like I'm right. I, like I'm Aww. not a threat at all to you. So I'm like, eh, all right, I can't feel good about putting him first and I can't feel good about putting him anywhere besides second. That's why I locked him in there and right. I really would have been so happy if him or Sammy had won. I really would have been. Um so now that all this is over, like what's going on? I know Sarah Sarah and I were talking, what did you do with the money? Like what? So basically Obviously. the money thing is a cushion because I've just been broke my entire life. I've been a struggling actor out in LA since I've been 18 and wow. bartending, waiting, slinging drinks. And everyone's like, yo, we're going to the club. We're doing like, no, we're not. Nah, like, I got to pay rent. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> going in the bank to have something that can grow over time, regardless of what happens with my career. So going into that and also my career of just investing in myself, doing the things I have to do, which I've done since I've been 18 anyways, mm -hmm. you know, and I've never had anything to begin with. So with this opportunity, I'm not going to sit back and just, you know, let it go. So when you like were, you know, trying out for the circle, 
what did you think it was going to be like? And had you ever seen the British version? Like, what were your thoughts no going in? No expectations. Literally none. <laughs> See, that was, my, that was my thing. They sent me the email of like what it was and like what they wanted from me and this and that. And I was like, what? Nah, I'm not doing this. And I'm telling you, regret. Hey, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> nobody, nobody knew. Yeah, you don't know. That this was gonna, what this was going to be, including me. Like, I'm, again, been an actor my whole life struggling. And there's such a thing of you don't do reality television. But this kept coming up, and I'm like, I mean, everything in my stomach is telling me this feels right. Yo, I fuck with reality television. Dude, yeah. but you know, I, I don't ever watch anything because I don't have time. I'm never home. I work right. nights and the days. I'm auditioning. I'm writing. I'm going to the gym. But then this thing comes, and I'm like, okay, this is actually really smart. It actually has a meaning behind it. I can't say that about any other gigs I've went in for or seen. I'm just going to go in and have a blast. And I want, went in. You nailed it. Bro, it was so much fun. Like, I mean, wow. It was so much fun. Like the audition process, which I'm going to tell you because you didn't go. But, you know. <laughs> I, I like crumbling. Dude, oh, wait, can I ask you who is, your, who is the casting director? Tiffany. That's my casting director. I'm I'm I love Tiffany. It was really nice knowing you guys and leaving the podcast. I love <laughs> Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany's yes. the best. She reached out. And I, I'll, I'll have to you show you the DM later. But yeah. I, I mean, regrets till the till the day i die i mean i can't really give you i mean i love just breaking people's balls but i really can't because i didn't think anything with break this. all my balls because it's my fault <laughs> like, i really thought in my mind i'm like how is this gonna work because when you're sitting there doing it you're alone in an apartment on camera 24 hours a day right the reasons i love the show and you love it you don't realize that's what is making it which is there's no drama no one's hooking up i'm like I'm doing the biggest flop in Netflix's history. I'm done. <laughs> throw me down. No. Throw me down the tube. And then I watch the show, and I'm like, "Oh, I get it now." It literally took me a second to for you know my eyes to adjust to it because when you start a new reality show that you've never seen before, mm-hmm. and you know there's new people you've never seen before, and you don't really understand the concept, it takes a second. But after, I mean, I watched one episode, and I was like. Oh, yeah. Here we yeah, go. I yeah. watched it on a Sunday, and I was like, cool. This is what I'm doing all day. Yeah. Isn't it like such a cool... Because you said you guys love reality TV, right? Yeah, yes. I love reality TV. So I'm not that audience. So for you guys, what do you respond to for the show? It was kind of like... It's funny because my friends actually told me about the British version like last year, and they were trying to explain it. And I was like, this sounds deranged. Mm-hmm. But then when it came out on Netflix, I was like, okay, I'm into it because I love Catfish. We actually yes, just had me from Catfish. How is he? Um, the best. An I angel. love his smile. The I'm obsessed with me life. His teeth are even whiter in person. It's really? pretty crazy. Neve I, I got to get his teeth whitening people. Yeah. But yeah, so I love Catfish. I never watched Big Brother, but like I'm familiar with the concept. So then right. when I started watching it, I was like, okay, I'm mm. hooked. Yeah, I think for me, it was the, uh, obviously, I'm a social media person, so I liked the social media aspect of it and creating your profile. And I sort of um, envisioned myself in that uh, sort of situation, regardless of whatever. Mm -hmm. But I envisioned myself in like, oh, I would play it like this or thinking of the strategies. And I liked knowing everything that was going on like being the outsider watching it all go on and watching everybody be fooled very voyeuristic yeah it was really cool to see all of that i mean it was great and it was easy to watch yeah what i also loved was i think a lot of reality tv now like especially the bachelor it's like you have to be an instagram model and like a size zero and this was so accessible like you could be literally anyone it kind of felt like Anyone could be on the show. That's my favorite thing about it is you truly, like, shout out to Tiffany and the rest of the casting department, but truly get every walk of life represented here. Mm -hmm. And I love that it's not, um, you know, just like I love Alana. Like, we're the best of friends, but that's why she went home. Was people didn't respond to 
that I'm a the model yeah. or I'm, I'm, you know, or not catfishing, a beautiful but yeah. girl type of thing because people automatically felt a hesitation towards it where everybody else who was just authentically themselves, those, I mean, I think that's why that core five who made it to the end people respond to so much because even with Seaburn, I tell people in every interview I've done that the reason he made it to the end is when you're watching him, not only is he having the time of his life, but you can see he is comfortable in his own skin. Yeah. He's confident. He's going in there to screw with people, which I would love to do too. <laughs> and I think that's why he mm -hmm. still came through as himself. And other people, I, that's the sad thing, is when you're seeing people catfish on a real level, they have something wrong with themselves that they feel, and that's why they don't want to be themselves, but mm -hmm. that's also why they don't stay in the game. Right, you know? at least with you guys, because you were all a pretty like wholesome, honest bunch. Mm -hmm. We'll see like what happens in next season. I'm very know? interested to see what like who's in season two and how people oh, um, I think it's go about crazy. all of it. I think there's going to be more catfishing mm -hmm. because I think if I went in, I would do cat. I would be a catfish. Would you? I I think just because. I already do social media as myself anyways. I think mm -hmm. it would be cool to be someone else, not necessarily like screw with anybody, just because I wanted to see if I could. See, I would just like to screw people. That, that would just be my thing. <laughs> so that's, that's would you do that yeah. next time? Like if no. you had to go back on, would you still be yourself? I wouldn't go back on. This is a one and done. Would you do that's any fair. other reality shows? Never say never, but pretty fair to say never. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is... One we and won, done. we nailed it. Like I mean, it's as good as you could have it be. Like... It can't, like, I just know for me, this was all such a happy accident in my life. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. And I know you can't duplicate that. No. Yeah, quit while you're ahead. Yeah. I feel that way. Yeah, we can't gamble anymore. No, we gotta, that's, we gotta that's be the out. mic drop. That's the yep. mic drop of saying I did it, killed it, had the time of my life. Uh, anyone else who wants to go into it, I get it. Like, season two, I think is going to be bonkers. Like, bonkers. <laughs> okay, so if you had, if you had, um, you know, one big tip for anybody that wanted to audition for The Circle or that's looking to go on it, what would it be? The biggest tip I would say is you have to just be yourself. I don't care if you're even catfishing or anything else. Like, now everyone is going to go in trying to be a character or a type because they see us as a type. Mm -hmm. I went through every step of the casting process like everyone else did. They want you. They don't want a heightened version of yourself because they know by the time you get there you're gonna have fun and be open of course so just go in and be yourself and uh, be honest re react to everything in an honest way and if you're gonna catfish which i don't recommend but if you're going to just go in to have fun don't, exactly don't let it be for any other reason where was this filmed do you know i thought it was, was england was but it, i don't know it, where was, was it this Chicago? Film? I like, just woke up in an apartment. I don't know. Shut this drug to you. Mind shit. I mean, it's like no. Saw. I got a needle in the neck and I wake <laughs> up in an apartment. I'm like, what's going on right True now? True crime, the circle. Yeah. Ah, oh my God. Okay, one thing I did want to ask was like, it was so funny to me to watch like everyone on the circle get so excited, even Shuby, about like having a fake blue check. Mm -hmm. So how does it feel to have a real one? I mean, it's cool. I just you know i've never been someone who just validates my existence on my social media following totally so it was like i remember the it was like the day after the finale and i woke up and i think i was the first person that they got the verification for yeah. and i just was like oh that's cool like, it's a different it's a different weight it, it just depends on you know how you take it yourself but you know what i really have changed my view on social media because i never was the kid who was all into it but honestly it's cool because I've been able to connect with so many people. And mm -hmm. I love that. And I tell them, guys, 
They'll be like, I'm your biggest fan. I don't have fans. I got friends. Now I just got a bigger circle, no pun intended, bigger circle of friends. And it really is so <laughs> cool. Um, now is Shuby uh, more into social media now? Does he, he run his own Instagram? I'm literally dying to ask this. <laughs> yes, Shubes has called me so many times as he's like, dude, like first he's like, I feel like I've become everything I hated. <laughs> or he's like, I feel like I can't say that I enjoy this now because everyone's like, oh, you're so anti-social media. So he's just like skeptical of letting people know that he really has changed his viewpoint. Because it's like me. He looks at it like I can talk with so many great people and I'm not giving my existence yeah. depending on this. But he thinks he's just nervous of like public outcry totally. from that. Of I course. mean, there is a dark side to social media and it seemed like he came in being fully aware of that. But mm-hmm. I also feel like it's... I think the purpose of social media initially was to connect people. So I think it's fine to be like, yeah, I'm down with this you purpose. You know what? That's so funny. Yeah. Isn't it kind of funny that we literally just said what this is all about, but you don't ever think of it like uh-huh. that because it's, social media has become such its own thing. Absolutely. That's crazy. I mean, if you, you can take like a picture of, you know, or like a video of like two dogs, like doing something cute and, you know, a million people like that photo, but those are million people probably have nothing in common except that one photo, which is really cool. The fact that you can have yep. that many people like one thing is i love Dude, social it's media it's insane man when i post something and i see like how many like likes and comments i'm just like whoa people are invested it's awesome it's just like whoa i know i bet it's crazy dude you post a picture and literally in like i've had like two seconds three seconds i just look at notifications and it's like 1500 likes and like three seconds and it's yeah, that's crazy it's like again i know whoa. never have to never have to worry about a photo bombing ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's cool but do you yes. have any more questions sarah well what do you have coming up in the future that we can look yes. forward to so i got my film in post-production right now it's Ooh. called young lion of the west i made this before circle like oh, shit. that's cool. why i kind of was good with doing the circle because i was like i got my passion project made after that's awesome all these years so screw it i'm gonna go do this show and i'm gonna have the time in my life because i know i at least got the film uh-huh. show comes out becomes what it becomes i am busiest i've ever been in the best way but my film is in post right now that's getting ready to come so and exciting there's a lot of other things where i'm just open you know what i mean for new opportunities new experiences for sure. i saw you walked in a fashion week show dude i walked in fashion week that's insane incredible it was amazing i mean add that to the resume yeah. I mean, like... but i'm getting ready to walk and my sister's texting me going don't effing fall whatever you do do <laughs> not trip and i'm fall. like milan leave me alone right now and let me just focus on walking like i do at every other point in my life right now exactly but, i mean exactly. It, it's things like that where you're just like man if you were to tell me a year ago you're walking in new york fashion week i would look at you and say huh yeah <laughs> Tell 2018 <laughs> Joey things are all good. Exactly. <laughs> like, let like, him dude, know. We life good. is crazy right now. And I, I, I love it. I mean, honestly, the coolest thing for me about this entire experience is just I've always come from such a big family. So much love. And not a lot of people have that. And it's hard to meet people who are loyal, genuine, honest. I have met so many amazing people. Like the people who walk up to me. They're like, you're famous, you're a celebrity. No, I'm not. I'm Joey Sass. I'm the same kid I've always been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's sit here and talk. I want to get to know you. And you yeah. just, you meet people like that, man. And the stuff they share with you, like even the DMs when I'm going through, dude, like I'm an emotional, sensitive guy. Yeah. Like people who open themselves, how do you not get affected by that? I can't just look at it as, oh, this is one DM out of 10,000 I have to look at. You know what I mean? Like, no, like I want to sit there. And really respond to you and say thank you. For sure. Whatever I've done for you or the show has done for you, that's amazing. And that's hard yeah. to do. 
going through DMs and like taking the time to respond to people, that's a full time job. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Dude, it's it's insane. Like I, I was spending seventeen hours a day. Like, wow. At one point getting back to every single person and then I started doing press and like I just fell behind. Now I just do my best to get to as many people and as you can, of course. Whenever I could, but I feel bad. That's why I'll do like IG lives and I'll be like, guys, I'm going live. Yeah. So I can actually talk with you and I'll throw random people on with me just at random. So mm-hmm. I tell them like, don't be inappropriate. Please have clothes on. Like all these things <laughs> you gotta be aware of. And then I'll just literally open up, click on a person, and some of the reactions you get are just insane. That's it's so amazing. Fun. That's great. Well, thank you so much yeah, for joining we had us. Yeah, a great time. I love you guys. This was awesome. Uh, make sure you guys uh, rate, review, and subscribe the podcast. Follow Joey on Instagram at Joey Sasso. That is correct. And um, follow Sarah. Sarah F. Carter and myself at K-York City. Um, And thank you so much again for joining us. Season two, baby. I'm trying to get one of you girls on. Come on. Yo, let's go. Season two. I need to redeem myself. I know. I got, yo, I know people. I can redeem for you. I'm going to put a word (laughs) in for you. Let's go. Oh, my God. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Peace. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Mike Coscarelli. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches on Instagram. Betches.